whiskey on diesel boats, they call us bubblehead. Our blood is laced with diesel smoke for sailors to the end. Our diesels wind through the salty brine until we take her deep. I am your host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at at underscore Smithstagram. Michael, what's going on? How are you? <laughs> Real just mellow episode, you know? Yeah. Just guys hanging out. This is a this is an Indica episode. Yeah. I can't I can't have it. sativa episodes every time. <laughs> I oh I tell you about a sativa episode. Um it's more of a, you know, it's more, this podcast is more of a body high. <laughs> um, I'm doing good. Uh, I've been very self-indulgent today because the oh. Vogue thing happened. Oh, yeah. And I've just been like reading a lot of comments on the internet. I'm looking for hate comments. Ah, you're looking to actively like ruin your mental health for a day? I no, You know, sometimes I just want to know where the hate is at. Okay. I think I need I think I need to 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 read it. Um Oh, are we having like a like a poetry slam reading but just of mean comments about Michael? <laughs> I don't Now here's a good problem. I don't know if I found enough negative comments to make a a slam poem just okay. yet. Um but I'll somehow, keep looking. Somehow it got rerouted on Yahoo Sports. What did? Uh your your uh your article Fiona, Fiona Lowe and Michael Smith are devoted to Rick Owens and to each other. It's is on, Yahoo, on Sports. Yahoo Sports. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. Why is it on Yahoo Sports? Where are you seeing this? Because I'm not. Google, Google. I, I literally Googled Michael Smith and Fiona just to like, because I know the start of it. Um, Yeah, it comes up. It's the second. And it's also on MSN. I love when that shit happens. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Sport- <laughs> Sports.yahoo.com. I love when the the, is this the most athletic thing you've ever you've ever done? Yeah, this this is it. I love when the the like the bots that just copy paste articles do a really bad job of it. I think this might be like tinfoil hat moment, but I think it's for um, uh, verification checks because usually it takes what, like six or seven articles about a certain thing. And so if you have a bunch of scrubber bots that just like put up articles, not only does it boost traffic to your website but for people who are looking to get verified they can submit those as indiv- yeah, individual articles written about them oh like each on each page yeah so you could submit the one on yahoo sports msn and vogue club and that would count as three rather than one. Oh, wait how many how much do you need to get verified i think like eight or ten there's also somebody who sells verification i forget their name um apparently it's legit so they sell verification for like twenty five hundred dollars um, which is how all of the $2,500. Yeah. That's how they capitalize on all of the, um, like the Forex traders, you know, the guys who have, have no business being verified. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how they're getting it. Um, it's usually somebody at Instagram who has like an in and they'll make an alternate account or, you know, some way of like selling it. And then just through word of mouth, they'll sell verification checks, um, and mm-hmm. expedite the process for people. I should do that. It sounds funny. Not pay for get, it. You should get Oscar's pet page verified with like 12. Yes. Followers. Yes. It's only th- there's only one of him. That's true. And he really looks like that. Yeah. You can't deny it. I would pick him up, but he would buy. Oh, he's already trying to bite me. Okay. 
Love that guy. I'm I I assume I'll meet him at some point. I'm scared of that cat. I'm already scared of cats. Mm. I'm gonna have a tough time like warming up to him. I I I'm sorry. He's very very sweet. He's especially sweet to new people. It's when he knows you that he's mean. Oh okay. He's a, he's in a like he's a gaslighting boyfriend. He's a gaslighting boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Michael, Michael, your friends are crazy. They all think I'm <laughs> wonderful. It's you who's wrong. Exactly. It's hard, man. The uh, I don't know. He uh, he's a nice boy. All things considered. Mm. Um, oh, so. I yeah, um, as a as up? a reformed like terrible person. Like I will say, like I was a really like mean person my freshman year. <laughs> I was college. a piece of shit. No, I I will say that proudly. I was I was really like not in a good place mental mental health wise, and just kind of like took it out on everybody around me. Um, and like seeing the way. And this is speaking as like a guy watching other guys, right? Like I'm sure women are not being the best in relationships, but there are some dudes in relationships where I'm like, how are you still together with the girl that yeah. you're with? Because you oh, are absolutely just horrendous. Like, what's the the acronym? It's like um deflect. Um, what's the, the Dennis o? method? No, no, no. It's something like that. But it's like the the demov where it's you know it starts with like deny or or um fuck i forget what it is but the last one is like verbalize and attack which is essentially like you're getting so upset about this and you like flip it around um which is like textbook manipulator behavior but just seeing like the same like guys either need to get one better at being manipulative so like i can't see it as an impartial (laughs) third party (laughs) or they need to just like give up and just be really nice and like good to their girlfriends and I like and... I, you know what I like. I want to watch the NBA. I don't want to watch fucking D three college ball. You know what I like. And that ends the shortest pair of kings podcast ever. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> I don't know. It just upsets me. Like, obviously, don't be manipulative. Be respectful of your partner. Tell the truth. Obviously, these these things all go without saying. It's just really upsetting. Like, it seems like a lot of guys, my even like up up to your age, are really like shitty guys yeah it's just like i i don't know why i've started noticing it a lot now it's just really upsetting to see yeah you're just getting older and yeah more aware maturing you're maturing uh give me your incredibly mature adult fit check (laughs) uh i'm wearing you'll love this anna calls them my victorian child socks yo Um, they're they're waiting socks and they go up to like my knees slightly higher so if I walk cool. around in my in my boxers and the socks, it looks like I'm wearing like I you know, I like I look like Oliver Twist, essentially. Um and so they're they're these like thick wool wading socks, but they keep me warm in my apartment, which I've just figured out. Like our thermostat doesn't work. It's just a box on the wall that like has a dial that you can play with. <laughs> so like so, our you do know that sweatpants would also keep you warm, right? No, but I can't wear those at like work or around the house. Like I, I don't know something about it. Like when I work, especially from home, if I'm wearing sweatpants, I get nothing done. Like it's it's like a death mm. sentence for me. Um, Interesting. So I'm wearing those. They're like a thick pair of wool socks. They're from a company called Fits. They they like haha throwing fits. Whatever. Um. However, they are far and away the best socks I've ever had. They're called the Waiter. W a d e r. Um. Really good socks. They're thick. They last fucking forever. They dry really quickly, like 10 the out of 10. Fitz waiter. Yeah. Yo, I have some stance socks that are like that. 
Stance socks are also good. I like those. But I have like, I have stance snowboarding socks that are above my knees and like super thick wool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're, they're like the same thing. They're just marketed to different people. Yeah. Um, They're tight. I have a pair of, I think these are 505s, um, Levi's, Orange Tab, Buzzword, Archive Page, Goodwill Bin, Thrifting. Uh, I'm running out of words. You know, you know, you know what it is. No, no, keep going, keep going. Um, Depop, Y2K, Justin Timberlake, Boys to Men, um, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait. Uh, do you see the uh the, the Bad Bunny Seinfeld? fit? No. no oh the no, the Infinite Seinfeld, Seinfeld got shut down. Yes, and the joke <laughs> that got it shut down was so funny. So, for those who don't know, there was this OpenAI powered Infinite episode of Seinfeld where it never ended. It was this, I don't, I, I, it was like Seinfeld fever dream, essentially. Like, wasn't that yeah. funny, but it had its moments. Which is how most, you know, 100 monkeys on 100 typewriters or whatever. Like, yeah. eventually something's going to be funny, but most of it's just like random bullshit. And the joke it um, came out with was like, uh, I, I don't want to mess it up because it, it, it was him. It was him talking to, you know, it's like one of his comedy bits. Yeah. Not Jerry or whatever. It's like Fred or whatever his name is. Larry. Fred is George. Larry. It was Larry talking to a, uh, like doing one of the stage show bits. And he basically was like, like the summary is like, I'm running out of material. I'm thinking of being really transphobic, but none yeah, of you are okay, laughing. So the exact quote is there's like 50 people here and no one is laughing. Anyone have any suggestions? I'm thinking about doing a bit about how being transgender is actually a mental illness. I do, how do you get to that as an AI? I don't understand that. Because it's just repeating what it reads off the internet in various oh, capacity. Okay. But like, to be fair, the joke itself was actually quite funny because it ends with him, with everyone leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, he's like, nobody's laughing and everybody's leaving. So I'll yeah. just end there. It's a shame that that got it taken down. Jerry Seinfeld would say, or like Dane Cook. That's a Dane Cook ball. Oh, yeah, no, that whole, sh- I mean, that show's from the 90s. It was, it was not without its like, weird like off color jokes yeah some of those uh, episodes are hard to watch love that yeah, show yeah um okay uh i'm wearing a check <laughs> a t-shirt from uh briarmere farms it's a farm out on long island they have really good pies um actually this is this would be good to talk about do you know how to whiten t-shirt because it's gotten really dusty because i do all my work in it um like i do like yard work or whatever um so it's Bleach. got like doesn't that wash it out though? I don't want to destroy the the graphic. It's worth something. The graphics probably fine. I think okay. most screen printed graphics won't go away with bleach. But yeah. before you do that, try OxyClean. Oh, okay. Bet. Um yeah. and then I was wearing a vintage Cowichan sweater from like the 70s. I think I should sell it honestly cuz it's a little bit too short, but it has a big deer on the back. Um it's super cool. I, I like it a lot. It's just a little bit too small. Um, it's got these very nice, um, what are they called? The the buttons that look like they're wood, but they're not. They're like that belted leather. You know what I'm talking about? What? They're buttons that they are leather, but it's folded over in four ways. Um, there's a folded leather buttons. Folded. Oh, like the ones that look like little like like knots. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What are those? Anyways. Um, I don't know what the exact name is. It just says leather not button brown. So leather not button. Not <laughs> yeah. a button. I don't know. That was the fit today. I I 
I had a nice outfit yesterday. I'm trying to like actually get dressed up every day. Oh fuck mm -hmm. me! I ah, I I'll say yeah. that in a second. Um, trying to get dressed up every day in February. Um, it's a bit hard because three of my jeans all have the crotch blown out, so I have like a two pant rotation. Mm. Um, and I forgot to take them to the tailor today. I was gonna go during lunch, but then forgot I had a meeting, and then my boss was giving me like something else to do, so I just like could not go. Um, and now I've realized that I probably will not have those fixed. I'm going to Austin. Um, if anybody's in Austin, Texas, this will not be out. Oh, wait, no, it will. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're in Austin, Texas, give me some recommendations for fun things to do. Um, part of me thinks it'd be really funny for my wonderful, sweet girlfriend to shoot like a comically large handgun. So I'm thinking we might go to a shooting range. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, actually, I don't know why that reminded me last time we went. Uh, we went to this bar and went dancing and then we went and saw some live music and we were in the Uber back and I got a notification from my grandma who was like, is everything okay? There was a shooting like two buildings down from where we were um, that happened like Scary. as we were leaving. Shout out Texas. But Shout out Texas. Yeah, that that's the fit. That's the situation. If you have any Austin, Texas recommendations, let me know. Um, yeah. Michael, what about you? On your, your Rick Owens debutante day i guess this isn't really a debutante you've been an outspoken rick owens supporter for a long time but <laughs> outspoken rick owens supporter known rick owens enjoyer michael smith uh i am wearing crocs with shrek ears uh some long moleskin rick pants that's the same cut of pants i always wear but long you telling me uh, a mole made this skin you're telling me is how many moles do you think it takes to make a pair of moleskin pants uh well there are many ways to skin a mole um mm. oh you th i th yes well you i was thinking about moles trying to sew the pants <laughs> all right wait so moles if they're being skinned and making pants i'm gonna say like 40 moles okay uh if they're physically making the pants i'm saying like two good mole ateliers like a la cinderella <laughs> or snow white they're whipping those together in an afternoon <laughs> Because they're good, they're they're digging, right? Like that's their whole thing. They'd be probably just punch the holes and send one up and what down. What does digging have to do with sewing a pair of pants? They could put them on the ground and they could just punch through. I, I don't know. Like I don't know what the pants look like. If they're pushers and they're putting in rivets, that's perfect. They punch in little holes. They stick in the rivets. They'd be good to go. Moles good for riveting. Got it. No, I'm just wearing. They're just like regular Rick pants, but long. No, this buttons. is just something I threw on. Ah, uh, you know. Um, and then I have a long sleeve shirt with a big ass pocket on it and a hoodie. I've got a, I've got a funny story that I feel like you'll enjoy. I, I go to, uh, fuck it. I go to Equinox now. You go to Equinox? So hold on. There's, there's, there's context to this. So I'm broke as shit. Yeah. So However, you have, <laughs> you do not have a month of Equinox membership in your bank. No, I don't. So I justify it to myself. So I go six times a week. And membership will play out where that's like $8 a visit. So I'm like, okay, like that's fine. Like it's right across the street. It's close. Wait, six times a week? Yeah, I go six times a week. It's expensive. And it's like $250 a month. A little bit less, but yes. Jesus. So I'm not spending money on clothes. Um, I steal from the grocery store and I have an Equinox membership. The world's most interesting man. Um, so uh, I should have said it. <laughs> But eh, it's content. Who cares? Um, I go. And so it's it's me who like pays for the membership. A bunch of guys in their like 50s 
who are like mm, like close to the hump um especially because it's now february so like they're they're killing it like genuinely like there were some guys there earlier who were just like oh resolution month now they're gone there's a bunch of guys yeah. on performance enhancing drugs and then there are a bunch of guys oh. from the big consulting groups in boston and it's really funny to see because they all come in they do two or three exercises which is like bench press squat or they'll all just like run on the treadmills um i go because they have a basketball court and i really like playing basketball um and the only closer basketball court is one of the colleges has one you have to pay 20 dollars a day to get in so i was like okay um so i go yesterday and there's a group of I assume first year analysts or whatever it is. And they've got between the three of them, two benches, two of them are wearing long line fear of God tees, brand Yo. new fear of God. One of them was wearing drop crotch, tro- uh, drop, drop crotch joggers that are Rick. The other one is wearing fear of God joggers, which I have not seen in forever. They're all wearing Panda dunks. And one of them is wearing a um, fuck. What's the hat? He was wearing the meme hat. Uh, the uh, uh, the New York, uh, it's some collab with Amy Leon Dore, but it's it's it, like oh, the New York yeah, Yankees. Yeah. And I go up and I, you know, like perfectly respectful. I like to think I'm well behaved at the gym, but I'm like, hey, like, uh, how many sets do you have left? And they look at me because they have two benches between the three of them, and they've been sitting on them doing nothing for like thirty to forty minutes. Not a single weight has been moved, right? And I go over and ask, I'm like, hey, uh, how many sets do you have left? Like, oh, we got four more. I was like, okay, like, sure, why not? Go over, I exercise. At this point, I'm like looking over, they still haven't moved. I was like, okay. Um, I go and I like stretch and I'm like, all right, I'll just make bench my last thing maybe before I leave. And I like go over, like, hey guys, like, you know, sorry to bother you. How many more do you have? They're like, oh, don't worry about it, bro. We got three more. And I was like, okay, like, thanks so much. And I'm like walking away because I'm going to go finish stretching and then just go home. They're like, Yo, do you see that dude's fit? And I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up! Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you're yo, in gym right now, shut the fuck up. And I just like, I walked away. I was laughing. It was like funny as hell. But I was like, the guy in the fear of God long line tee in the Rick Owens joggers and the Panda Dunks was like, yo, look at this dude's fit at the gym at like nine thirty on a Wednesday or Tuesday. What was your fit? I was wearing a huge I. I have one of my favorite shirts as a um, commemorative T-shirt from a fishing tournament in 1993. Um, cool. That Tommy Tommy before Hilfinger, you were born, yeah, Tommy Hilfinger um, sponsored. So I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Like, why not? Um, it's massively oversized, and I literally only wear it to go to sleep and work out. Um, you know, it's just like one of my workout tees. Um, so yeah, I was wearing that, a pair of like beat up Nike Elite shorts. I mean, my fit was whack. Like, you know. They had ground to stand on um, and some ASIC shoes. Like, I don't know. It was fucking leg day. Like, what what am I going to show up wearing? Like, fucking. Yeah, these are uh, 80s 517s. Um, I'm wearing a Carhartt flannel on top. Like, no, I'm not going to show up to a fit in the gym. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, the, when you say fear of God joggers, you mean the ones that are like too, like a little loose in the thigh and then way too tight in the, le- oh man, that's beautiful. With the zippers, the side zippers. With the zippers. I, I owned them in 2016, which is why I was like, those could not be what I think they are. Like, holy shit. Where are guys buying fear of God in Boston? Like, man, that is a nightmare. I, 
Is is Equinox usually like that, where it's just like people who are there for the like, man, who are you fucking trying to flex on in Boston? In Boston at the gym. (laughs) Who is in the Boston Equinox? Like, damn, he got the Rick on. (laughs) None of them even had Rick on. That was the thing. You told me I had the joggers. One guy had the joggers. I thought you meant the shoes. No, but yeah, no, I was just like. You know, I don't know what you want out of me, dude. Like, you're wearing Rick Owens with Panda Dunks. Like, I can't say anything right now. Like, you <laughs> clearly follow Hidden New York. Like, what am I going to say? Like, actually, these are uh, GMBH Asics. Like, do you actually follow Hidden New York? Like, he follows one of my accounts. Like, no. Like, I'm not going to say that. Like, no. Were they GMBH Asics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does GMBH stand for? Goomba. <laughs> I always think it's, I always read it as Godspeed Moo Black Emperor. Emperor, uh, as a as an average Sopranos watcher, I think it's Goomba. It's Goomba, <laughs> the Gabagool. Uh, I have no idea. Ges- Gesellschaft mit beschränkter Haftung, <laughs> company with limited liability. <laughs> like oh, naming, wait, that's like naming your fashion brand LLC. Like, that's so, it is. That's well, yeah, fresh. it is. It's kind of yeah. fresh. <laughs> did you look that up, or did you just know the German? Oh, I looked it up as you were saying it. Oh, okay, I, I for a second I was like, "Damn, that's some quick translation." That's the uh, the Eastern European Jew in me. It, like what you read, like the six phrases, and it clicks. I can speak <laughs> Polish too. Crazy sleeper agent Saul awakens on the podcast. <laughs> Not clickbait. Midnight Gombroshkoyan. Like <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, oh. um, man. I, uh, I, I Equinox scares me. Oh, it's definitely like a weird. It's like a like a liminal liminal place. You know what I mean? Like there's, I've been go- there's equal number what? of people there, like working out and like on performance enhancing drugs, where it feels like you're at a gym, and mm-hmm. then enough first year analysts at like McKinsey, where it's like, oh, this is a networking event. Like, huh? Just at the at the gym, handing out business cards, literally, uh, and oh Instagram my. tags. I the thing so this brought me to like the the thought experiment or not the thought experiment but the realization that like Boston as a city has no inherent place to go flex you know what I mean there's no dime square there's <laughs> you no live Washington in a flexless city yeah no seriously there's no like there's no big bar that everybody goes to there's no nightclub I mean there are some but I'm sure there are people flexing there but like New York has too many of those yeah you guys have to like rent some out to the city of Boston yeah like a culture exchange (laughs) yeah like where do you where do you go when you want people to like uh like acknowledge your fit when everywhere is somewhere you go to get your fit acknowledged it's called it's called the something of choice what is it paradox of choice oh the paradox of choice yeah yeah i it's just weird like boston is a very weird city where like you can walk around very well dressed and nobody will say anything and then you walk around poorly dressed and people comment I'm just like, I can't win. Oh, like, man, I live in Brooklyn. I live in Bushwick. I know what you mean. <laughs> they catch me. They catch me slipping every day. They catch me looking absolutely idiotic. And then they're like, great. We got him. We got him on the off day. <laughs> we got him on laundry day. <laughs> like, uh, I just, you know, I, like, what more do those kids want from me? Should I show up to the gym today and like some Balenciaga and just sit in the squat rack? Yes, actually, you <laughs> should. You would make some really wealthy friends. <laughs> oh i'm in there i'm in there in like the tearaway dress pants and light up shoes and a like five layer coat 
I'm trying to squat, but I can't move. I need the uh, the Vetmon new rocks that like buckle up to the high thigh. Yeah, just claiming that they're like, oh yeah, this is my weight belt just for my legs. I'm in the I'm in the the Balenciaga like fridge mode suit that like makes <laughs> you into like a straight up rectangle. <laughs> I am crushing the shoulder pads. I am ruining this suit. Oh, I um I had a moment. I had another very embarrassing moment at the gym where I was um on the leg press and. I, like everybody, like I work out with headphones in, but I was just like going for too many and I let them slide down and my legs like crushed the air out of me. And I very loudly went like, Ugh! <laughs> and people looked and I had to be like waving people off. And I was just like, I can't come back here. Like I, I can't come back here. Like I can't have anybody see me again. Incredible. I have to like dye my hair or something. I am always watching people on the leg press, like locking their knees do you see this all the time? Yeah. Every single person does this. Uh, and I get like, nothing hurts my brain to look at more than that. I uh, I really like the people on the uh, the shoulder fl- or the, um, what do you call it, dumbbell fly? Or even just like the, the machine fly who put the, the arms all the way back. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Jesus on the cross, like stigmata, just getting like torn in half. So yeah. Move them forward. Like <laughs> that last little range of motion is not going to make this difference for you. Like you're just hurting your chest. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my God. I, 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 I love the gym. I love playing basketball at the gym. Uh, every Friday at like 245, the high schoolers come and they take over half the court and their games go for like 45 minutes and it'll be like seven, six. And it's just, it's, it's great to watch. It's fun. I don't play. They just get so angry. It's like game seven of the finals. They're like beating the shit out of each other. It's like, wow. Like you guys came straight from school just to play terrible basketball. These are high schoolers with Equinox memberships. Yes. Oh, yeah. That didn't really hit for me. Yeah. Oh, man. That sucks. Equinox is crazy. I've been going to this gym lately. I don't know why we're on gym talk today, but. Yo, the Meathead podcast. (laughs) Yo. Welcome to two uh, guys combined weigh one like heavy lifting guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been going to I've been going to this. They closed the planet fitness near me that I really liked. Yeah. Uh, And so I have to go to this. Not have to. I like this still. I go to this gym in my neighborhood. That's like a local place that no one else pretty much goes to. That's huge. It's always empty uh, except for it's like a boxing training gym. Oh, okay. So it's always full of like the same coaches and the same like couple people who are just like training for boxing. Yeah. I've never witnessed so many fights in a gym, like actual fights, not like boxing fights. Like the coaches will start like yelling at each other and they'll get into like, I've never seen fist fights, but there's been like, um, there's been a lot of yelling and it's a lot of that like macho guy yelling the same phrase over and over again and not listening to what the other person is saying. Like they start to to talk and you're just still like yelling your little like your hotline yeah. that you really like. Yeah, a favored one at the basketball court near me, the outdoor one, this one guy, he'd get in these he'd instigate and then just go, "You're a goofy. You're a goofy." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, like, shut up." Yeah. It's exactly that shit. <laughs> There was I one where that. some guy was just yelling across the gym. Oh, you're the boss now. Oh, you're the boss now. Oh, you're the boss now. <laughs> like over and over and over again for so long. Like I did a full workout, man. 
Maybe he was just looking for clarification on the corporate structure of this gym. <laughs> hey, who is the boss? Who is in oh, charge of you're me? You're the boss now? Oh, oh you're the boss you're the now. Boss now. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, I really like experiences like that where people are just like acting kind of unhinged in public in kind of like not a bad way. Like nobody's getting hurt. They're just being like, you're goofy. Oh, you're the boss now? Like back and forth. It's like, wow. We developed so much as a society. Wait, you right? complete your audio completely cut out there. Oh, my bad. I was saying like we've accomplished so much of us like as a society. You know, like anywhere in the world, I can probably get there in eighteen hours. I there's AI that like you know spits out full full essays. Any movie, any piece of contents like in this device on my lap, and then it's some like primal carnal instinct in the brain. I will get into a scream, not I, but somebody will get into a screaming match with another fully formed human being and just repeat the same phrase for 25 minutes, screaming it at somebody else. It's beautiful. It's it's, it's incredible. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, you're the boss now. <laughs> Oscar is walking around the table trying to uh, bite my microphone cable, or if I don't let him do that, bite me. <laughs> And if I push him away, he just does a lap, comes back, and tries to bite me again. Leo, um, if I'm ever in the kitchen in the morning and he hasn't had breakfast, so usually I'll pour him a bowl of food, and then I will make him do a trick, right? Like, sit down, roll over, speak, hop up, whatever, you know. And he's gotten to the point now where he, like, he knows, I'm, you know, I'm in the kitchen, it's the morning, he's going to get fed. So he just comes in and starts doing his tricks and, like, looking at his food bowl, does another trick, like, looks at his food bowl. It's like... I get it, Leo. Like, you're hungry. Like, relax, right? I'm making coffee or something. He gets really upset with me if he like does one and I don't immediately go and feed him. You just gotta you gotta learn that it it only works when you say the word. That's yeah. I mean, like, he knows that that's the way that it works. I think he's just like, hey, like, by the way, check me out. Like, I can do this. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> it's not gonna get me to go to that bowl any faster, buddy. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, oh, someone's commenting on my Instagram post offering to sell me followers. Oh, nice. How many? Nice. Uh, 20000 for $130. That's that's not bad. Yeah, is it finally time for me to buy a bunch of followers? Oh, my God. You have the Yossified Michael Smith arc. Yossified? <laughs> yeah. You got to get like 50,000 followers. You got to get like the, the buckle fat removal. Mm-hmm. Buckle is it buccal or buckle? I don't know. Okay. I for a while I thought it was a buckle fat injection, and then I was mm. corrected. Uh, I would actually like an injection. I would like more. <laughs> I want like uh, I want to look like the the radiator lady from Eraserhead. Oh this might be God. a real. I'm That's sorry. A deep cut. No, I get it. Jeez. I watched Eraserhead the other day for some reason. You should do your head like, or do your hair like Eraserhead. You can pull it off. Yeah, she just frizz my shit up. Stand it straight on end. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. He's looking at me with so much evil in his eyes. Just put him like put him in a crate or something. Can you not just like put him away? I don't want to pick him up. <laughs> blink twice if you need help, Michael. Because he's. Been I don't want to blink nice twice. To I don't want him to know. <laughs> You've never met Oscar. How do you know? Oh, no. He tells me everything about you. He says that you're crazy, Michael. <laughs> Oscar, you're perfect. Something that's really gotten me annoyed or like eked out recently is the fact that people call dogs or cats fur babies. Mm, yeah, that's a weird one. I am, that's a real like millennial term. I am 23 years old. 
I have a dog. I do not have a fur baby. That's because you're a Zoomer. People saying that are like 30. Yeah. That's are you, like one of the... Are you a millennial by 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 trade? <laughs> I am a millennial by... Uh, yeah, by a bit. I'm I'm a cusp. You're a I cusp. Think. Yeah, because the millennial cutoff year is like 90. Who else? Who else in here cusping? Who cusped? Who cusped up? Uh, it's like the millennial and the zoomer. Um, like birth years overlap. Oh no way! Okay. Yeah. So millennials are 81 to 96. Uh, and then. Zoomers are, uh, oh, damn it. Oh, this also now says 90. This says like 90. I guess it depends on who you ask. Okay. Right. This this is now saying Zoomers 96. So that would make me fully a millennial. Okay. Um, cause I'm, I was born in 94. Okay. But I'm like a, I'm a, I, you know, I mean, it's a, I'm, a, I'm on the, the tail end of millennials and I spent too much time on Twitter and I, uh, didn't, stay in my hometown so i don't feel much like a millennial and i would never okay. say for a baby i think the real cutoff is whether you use gif reactions or not yep i agree and i do not i used one today though it was well placed there's <laughs> jose there's jose a time called, and a place jose introduced me as his friend saul and, or our friend saul and i sent him the the video sound crying saul yeah sound cut out what the fuck what is wrong with my mic is that better yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, that's so weird. Jose introduced me as uh, our friend Saul, and I uh, sent him a video of Barack Obama crying, <laughs> or a GIF. Excuse me. Your first, uh, your first Vogue name drop. Uh, no, we got name dropped as the Pair of Kings podcast in an article about TikTok featuring a. Uh, that was was that person. in Vogue? That was that was New Yorker. Oh, that was New York Times. Yeah, first Vogue name drop. Then. Yeah. Wow. Yo. I'm a model now. Drake line. Whoa. Drake line. I love that shit. Uh, also, Jose wrote the sweetest little article. Jose is just a wonderful person. I'm a big fan. Uh, if you're not reading all of Jose's articles, go read them. He's a really fucking good writer. Yeah. Cool. Cool person. Um, wait, but what was I going to say? Um, the we- Okay, so I'm coming to this odd realization that the age from like 21 to 28 is that like weird I, I wouldn't call it like golden era but it's the the age where everybody younger wants to be like you and everybody older also wants to be like you because they're worried that they're not cool so they mm. try and fit in with that age age cohort maybe is is the phrase i'm looking for what are you trying to say about me you're fine you're 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 cool but the the like 34 year old guy on fashion instagram who's like dude like hang it up you know what I mean? Like, hang up the the key, not the Kiko. I don't know why I went immediately to that, but like, hang up the uh, would be a good yeah, I guess sure Kiko. Like, hang it up, but come back again when you're fifty. Yeah, because then then you're cool. It's like that yeah. thirty to forty era where it's like, dude, you should be like investing in a house right now. Like, yeah, you like should go not start a family. Exactly, you should not be worrying like, oh, like Daniel Arsham just dropped this guy. He's like, are you seeing this? Like. You missed. You missed Every, on that. Like, I feel like all of those guys that I see are also some of the more, like, creepy weirdos on the internet. Well, I think it's, it's. I, I don't mean to, like, psychoanalyze, but I think it's because they want to be young and they mm. want to be tapped in and they don't want to be, like, ostracized from this group from being old, but they're not comfortable in the fact that they are old and, like, know shit. 
So they're just like desperately like guys like are Jordans cool? Like, are we wearing Jordans? Guys, are we wearing Jordans? Like, stop. Oh, you the boss now? <laughs> are you are the, wearing oh, Jordans? You're the boss now? Oh, we're wearing Jordans. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta start that shit. I'm gonna be at like a New York Fashion Week event in like two years and just get up in somebody's face and for 15 minutes. Oh, you're the boss now? Oh, you're the boss now? You're the boss now? I hope it's me. <laughs> Do you think I'll be allowed at New York fashion events when I'm 30? Oh, uh, there's some people way past their due at New York Fashion Week. You'd be uh you'd be more than welcome. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna keep it up until they kick me out. What's gonna be the next thing? Like street style photography, especially around Fashion Week, has gotten to be like it's all staged, right? Like nobody getting street styled is is walking around not expecting to have a picture taken of them to be put in the street style. I've had it happen to me before. Un well, unawares? Okay. But more often than not, it's um it's it's either it's a lot of the time it's like, hey, I like your outfit. Could I get a picture of That's it? That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I've had I've had a few where it's just been like people randomly taking pictures or videos of me, mostly only if I'm walking around Soho, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. In during fashion week, which is very rare because uh, you know, I try not to. Um but people really like when I walk Leo. And I'm wearing like a decent outfit. Yeah, that makes sense. Dogs are the hottest accessory. Yeah, me and my hot wiener strutting around. <laughs> hot wiener accessories. Um, I want that Tom Brown bag so badly. Yes. The Hector, Hector bag? God. Yeah, it's oh, beautiful. It's so swaggy. It's so cool. Tom Brown, please sponsor the podcast. Oh, yeah. We've got some some Tom Brown truthers on the pod. What do you mean? He's just cool. Yeah. I don't know. I feel they, like he gets he gets like forgotten about every three months, and then people are like, wait, there's this guy who makes really cool stuff. Fashion news time because uh, we are a fashion podcast, and we should occasionally talk about fashion. Um, fashion drama. Uh, Dover Street Market no, no longer carries any Tom. Really? Um, and I think a couple other places. So it makes a lot of sense. Because anyone who's got money to go to Dover Street Market and buy a Tom suit would be stupid to not just go to the Tom store and get yeah. like a tailored one. Yeah. Yeah. Was that where the beef stemmed from? I don't think there was beef. Okay. It's just like it wasn't. Oh, you're the well. you're the Tom Brown now? Oh. <laughs> oh, you're wearing suit shorts now? <laughs> no, it uh it was like a like it just didn't sell well. And I I think I don't know if I don't know how the like finances work. I'm I'm not gonna I don't have any of that insider info, but I don't know if it's like Dover Street's like, oh, you guys sell like shit and we're not buying anymore, or Tom's like, oh, our stuff sells like shit in your store, we're not selling anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think that that was their audience to begin with. Um yeah. I think the Dover Street market, from like what I've seen, makes a lot of their money on jewelry because mm. it's grossly overpriced. And then their yeah. clothes, especially for men, it's all um Fuck, I'm blanking on the name. It's all undercover and like CDG play. Um, they have like is what they make money on, or is what they stock? they they sell a lot of it, and it's what they stock. And I like every time I've been in there, there have been more people there than on any of the other like I'd say avant garde floors. Um, mm. even though it's not really that avant garde, you know what I mean, though, right? Like, yeah, I, not to dunk on them, but nobody's buying honey fucking Dijon at Dover Street Market. They're going to the undercover floor. Nobody's buying what. It's a brand, Honey Fucking Dijon. They stock it at Dover Street. Called Dijon? Honey Fucking Dijon. That's the whole it's brand. It's called Honey Fucking Dijon? 
I'm like 90% certain. Uh, That's crazy. Fucking. You telling me a honey fuck this Dijon? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, honey fucking Dijon. It's like, a, I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's realized in collaboration with Calm de Garçon. Honey fucking Dijon marks American DJs, Honey Dijon's industry, fashion industry debut. Interesting. Well, I never knew. I They have a, a lot of, I went to Dover Street the other day. They have a lot of Balenciaga, but I think people mostly go to take pictures of it. Okay. I guess that's probably true of a lot of Dover Street. The thing that strikes me as odd, especially with like malls and bigger brands, or I'd say like mall brands doing really poorly, is to drive more attention into the store. I think that Neiman Marcus should introduce a like the real, real competitor because there are so many women who go into Neiman Marcus who are just not necessarily like that aware of the real, real. And if they are, they're pissed off about their fees. And I think they could make a killing just having like two racks in the back of like, you know, resell, resold clothes. And if, listen, like if they get shit that they don't want, they don't have to buy it. It's like take all the good shit from the the older women at Neiman Marcus or, or you know, Saks Fifth or whatever. Like seriously, just call it like Saks Pre-Loved or something. Saks Rework. I don't fucking know. Just hey. Saks. I'm not going to make that joke. Um, <laughs> um. Middle, I feel like like mall brands do really bad because uh, like people are either buying really like affordable thrifted stuff or they're buying like expensive like big brands and no one's interested in like Banana Republic anymore. No, so I'm not talking about them. But what I'm talking about is like there's this whole trend on TikTok about thrifting that isn't thrifting, like going to a curated vintage store like I went thrifting today, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, you didn't shut up. But Saks Fifth should just introduce something called Saks Thrift where they just have bins in the back, right, of either like samples that they're just like tossing away or stuff that they've bought from people in terms of like consignment. And they just chuck them in bins in the back and make it like $40 a pound. They'd make a killing. Hmm. Like seriously, like, you know, it's minimal work. You get to be like, oh, look, circular economy, guys. Like whoop de doo and you get to get rid of all your like shitty samples to teenagers who are too dumb to think of other like hire me on this marketing team. This is this is this is a great idea. You get people into your fucking stores, put it all the way in the back so they have to walk past all the cool shit. Like, there you go. I just saved Saks Fifth and Neiman Marcus. Thank you, Saul. Yeah, that's me. Sorry guys, I destroy I destroyed your uh destroyed. access to samples from Neiman. I, facts and logic. Um man, fashion, you know? Fashion's weird. It's in a weird state right now. I just think that like everybody's aging up and all the young kids coming up are just like zoomer as fuck and nobody who's old knows what the hell to do about them. Seriously. What the fuck am I going to tell some kid in seventh grade wearing Rick Docks? Like he thinks he knows more than me. He can't connect with me like this. He does know more than you. He, he definitely does. I'm fine with that. He's followed. He's followed archive dreams and hit in New York for like six years now. He like yeah. you know the uh, the evil stim boards. Yeah, he's got like hidden New York on one, Family Guy on the other, and like the Essence sale on a third. He's triple fingering this thing. He's going mm-hmm. crazy. Just going nuts. Watching runway shows on another screen. <laughs> Watching Oscar's... Michael getting attacked by his cat. God, dude, I'm petting you. You came up and nuzzled me, and I pet <laughs> you, and then you bit me, and now he's sitting on my phone. Yeah, he says your friends aren't going to help you. <clears throat> 
he's mad because it's it's like a little bit past feeding time and i am not oh. running to uh open up some food cans for him nice what do you feed him like tuna no i feed i feed him cat food oh i don't know what cats eat <laughs> it's like mostly chicken oh okay cool Does the food we give him is food? just like it looks like chicken in water would you eat it this is the closest i've ever been to like yeah that's huh. a cat food i would eat i had i've been having some like I wouldn't say like disturbing, but like weird intrusive thoughts lately. Like I was <laughs> just like, I was walking home from work today and I found some of Leo's dog treats in my pocket. And I was like, I'm going to eat these. I yeah. didn't, but I got really close. I was just like, I'm going to eat these. Have you seen the ones that look uh, a lot like real cookies? No. Oh, they're they're You could really, you could totally prank your bros. <laughs> I don't know. I've just been like doing like, I don't know quite how to describe it. Like all of my all of my shoes are on a set of racks here. And part of me was like, what if I just like rip the racks out of the wall? Cause I'm annoyed with them. That's what I'm gonna do right now. And I'm just like staring at them like, oh yeah, I should do that right now. I didn't, obviously. That's a terrible idea. There's a reason why there are shelves in the wall. But like, so before we get going, uh, Michael, we need a code for the Discord. Uh, every episode, we give a keyword or phrase. Guest episodes, the guests do it, obviously. But on the boys' episodes, one of the boys does them. Uh, Michael, if people want to join the happiest place in fashion, a.k.a. the Pair of Kings podcast Discord, what should they me- uh, message us, excuse me, at Pair of Kings pod? Did you see that guy's fit? Works for me. Okay. Cool. Uh, before we head out, we have song of the week as well. If you want to find these, they're all on a Spotify playlist. Excuse me. Uh, weird hiccup called pair of Kings, the Ocho. Um, you want to, you want to lead us off? Uh, do I No. Okay. Um, my song of the week is white Iverson. Uh, I think I saw the same tweet that you did about it being like the eight year anniversary or whatever of this. Um, first of all, I think this song gets a lot of unjustified hate. You know, white boy making a song called White Iverson, like, fine. Um, but at the same time, like, catchy song. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not mad at it. Like, I hated it when I first heard it. I heard it at a frat, and I was like, shut this shit off. Six years later, I'm like, yeah, this kind of goes hard. Or five years later, I'm like, yeah, I'll play this. Like, I was listening to it today at work. I started bawling when I was young. I connected with the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's real. That's some, uh, that's touching. Post Malone's supposed to be like a super wholesome guy. Um, a friend of a friend works at a card shop um, and Post Malone will come in and he'll bring like a 24 ounce of, or not 24 ounce, 24 rack of like Natty Light and just spend like inordinate amounts of money on Magic the Gathering cards and just like crush beer. Of course he's a Magic the Gathering guy. Yeah. I Listen, if you made that much money off a song called White Iverson, wouldn't you be? Like, yeah. Wouldn't you turn into a country musician? You're, didn't he pivot away from that? I don't know. Honestly, the song he the song he made where it sounds almost exactly like the Lumineers, shit was tight. I have a phase every so often where I just get really in the mood to listen to the Lumineers for like a day, and then I'm like, fuck this band, they suck. <laughs> Yo, uh, there is a there is a uh, Post Malone song, uh, something Whitney. What's it called? Uh, it's off of the first album, Stony. Feeling Whitney. Okay. That shit sounds like a Lumineers song. <laughs> play play Feeling Whitney and then immediately after play like Ho oh, Hey or whatever they're Yeah. They're famous for. <laughs> Kinda crazy. Uh anyways, my uh 
my song of the week is going to be Beat Connection by LCD Sound System. You telling Speaking me an LCD made this sound system? I don't know. I'm sorry, everyone. That wasn't very good. Um, What was I going to say? Shit, I had something to say about LCD Sound System, and then I made that terrible joke, and <laughs> I can't think of it. It's gone. Nothing left. Um, I don't know why LCD Sound System reminds me of this, but I've started trying to listen to ambient music while doing work. It doesn't work for me. What kind of ambient music? Just like, not like binaural beats to study and listen to, but like, just like nothing music. I really like like heavy wordless techno. Yeah, that works for me. There's this one song, <laughs> I, I call it my deep focus days. It's really unhealthy. I got into this habit around writing my thesis where I'll take like four or five cans of cold brew and I'll have one every hour. Um, I'll drink, like, I, you know, I just say take because I'll like bring them with me to the, the library oh, yeah, yeah. wherever I'm working. Um, I'll start with two and then I'll have one an hour so I don't like come down. Um, and I'll only listen to Leather Forever by Miss Kitten and the Hacker, which is like a great song, but I will just listen to that on repeat and just churn through work. It's like my most productive time. Beautiful. So I wrote my thesis. It's like 58 pages. Nice. Wow. Wait, that's long. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever want to hear me talk ad nauseum about mental health effects as a result of severe weather patterns, let me know. That's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of what I want to go do my PhD in, and I'm waiting to hear back from Harvard. Wish me luck, everybody. Harvard. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I'm I'm applying to grad schools right now. I heard back from one or I guess two. Um, nice. Yeah, so I don't know. I might be not in New York again. Cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't know. I I I'm excited to go to grad school, but I don't know quite how to feel about it. Yeah. It's scary. It is scary. It's like a weird stage of life. And then also when you go there, it's not everybody is the same age. There's going to be like 30-year-olds there. I'm like, what can I talk to you about? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't know who Rick Owens is. (laughs) Like, none of my jokes are going to land. And what else is there to talk about? What do you mean a shrimp fried this rice? Kid, go away. (laughs) Beautiful. No, I think I'll have a good time. Uh, thank you so much to everybody for listening to this episode of the Pair of Kings podcast. I'm your host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at, at underscore Smithstagram. And together we are the Pair of Kings podcast, bringing you business as usual. Tomfoolery is planned once a week, every week for the foreseeable future. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. You can email us with business inquiries at pairofkingspod at gmail.com. Um, you can also just slide into our DMs, make sure to join the discord, um, hop in there, you know, chat about episodes, meet some really nice people. It's a wonderful place. Um, as always, everybody take care, have a great Thursday and as always wear what you like and like what you wear. Bye everyone. Bye-bye.